All discussion during the Invest Wisely program is intended for informational and educational purposes. It is not an offer to buy or sell or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell any security or instrument or to participate in any particular trading strategy. We do not offer tax, accounting, or legal advice. Consult your tax or legal advisor before making any decision that could affect your tax or legal situation. All investing involves risk risk, including the possible loss of principal. You should carefully consider investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of any investment before investing. Diversification and asset allocation do not guarantee a profit or guarantee against loss. Securities and investment advisory services are offered by Robert W. Baird & Company, Incorporated, a registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. Welcome back to Invest Wisely with Walt Secura. He is the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors in Fairlawn. We're going to talk today about the market, about investing, and how Akron Wealth Advisors invest their clients' money and individual stocks in the market. But, of course, I think well, we have probably have more listeners today than we have ever had because everybody out there wants to know how, what, why, and where. So why don't we just kick it off with the grisly facts of what happened last week on Wall Street. Yeah, Bob. So the stock market endured its worst week since 2008. Um, you know, we saw the Dow Jones Industrial Average uh, surrender about 12% and the S&P fell about 11.5%. You know, equities uh, really faced heavy selling pressure throughout the week. Um, it started at the beginning of the week and it just continued. I think most investors have gotten used to, um, you know, quick bounces back. So every time we, you know, in the past couple of years when we've had a, a down day or two, we we get a strong day. And, and this week it was different. It just kind of continued through the week. And I think the accelerating uh, you know, spread of the coronavirus outside of China was the main worry. Um, you know, there was a pocket of cases in Italy, which really seemed to spook the market pretty heavily. Um, U.S. health officials acknowledged, you know, that the coronavirus is likely to spread in the U.S. Um, again, you know, there's not a tremendous amount of cases, but again, it's, you know, we, we don't know where this is headed. And and I think the big thing, Bob, is companies, it's, it's starting to affect companies. You know, we had mentioned back on February 17th that Apple you know, came out and they were the first company to say, hey, this is going to affect our earnings and our, our sales for the year. And then we had Microsoft come out this last week and a host of other companies that said, you know, this is real and it's it's impacting our business. And, uh, you know, it's going to make for a challenging uh, 2020. Uh, we saw the bond market, you know, really take off uh, a flight to safety and, and quality, you know, a lot of a lot of people pushing into to bonds and, and we see some of the lowest rates we've ever seen. Uh, we have a 10-year rate uh, treasury now at 1.13%, a 30-year at 1.65, and those are historic lows, Bob. So that's uh, we, we've seen gold you know, spike, spike to an all-time high this week, which again is that flight to safety and a little bit of panic uh, that you can see in the market. So, uh, you know, it's just it was a week where really a lot of the fears that people had started to manifest. 
I have a question about about the bonds, and I think a lot of people have this question too. If bonds are are on a flight to safety, and bonds are being more popular with investors, it's supply and demand. Wouldn't that dictate that the bond prices would would go up? Yet they say the yields are at long all time lows. Can you explain that the dichotomy there? Yeah. So there's an inverse relationship, Bob. Is as people push into bonds, you're right. Prices do go up, but yields fall. So it's it's kind of like a, a teeter totter. You know, you put. You put prices on one side and you put rates on the other. So when you see, you know, demand increasing or a flight to quality, as we talked about last week, it means more people are buying, which pushes bond prices up. But on the other side of that teeter totter, rates go down. Um, so that's the way that works. So, and again, if any people have questions, I'm sure you have all kinds of questions out there about your particular investments and the like. We can give us a call. Walt is with us at 330-673-1234. He's got his chain mail on, so he's ready for any questions that you have. You can call us outside of Akron. Tell the free at 800-669-4100, including on WNIR.com. So, Walt, uh, last week, when you see the market sell off like that, we haven't seen that in more than 10 years. What do you personally do is there anything you can do in the, when the market gets in that kind of a, a sell-off yeah Bob. i mean we talked last week you know and i left the show s- sunday really feeling that you know the the risks were there and i had been looking at our portfolios for some time and i saw that you know we had some stocks that really had pushed up you know to pretty high valuations uh, so you know we had um, you know apple and microsoft and we also had a holding in NVIDIA, and all those stocks had done really, really well last year, and, and prices were high. Um, and there were also a few stocks in the portfolio we, were, we weren't excited about. So I came into Monday, and I, and I pulled some triggers. You know, I, I went in Monday, and I basically uh, sold a few stocks. I raised a little bit of cash, um, about 10% for our, our stock portfolios, and I trimmed. I, I said, you know, I'm just going to trim back Microsoft. I'm going to trim back NVIDIA. I'm going to trim back Apple to, to a more reasonable percentage of the portfolio. Um, you know, not that I was smarter than anyone else, not that I was trying to, you know, time the market, but it just felt right to do. And then, you know, obviously this week, um, it, it proved that that was a good discipline. And, you know, sometimes it's luck, but I think a lot of it is preparation. It's 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 thinking. It's not being afraid to make decisions and pull triggers. Um, so that was what we had did. And then, you know, and then really, I really got engaged in the market. You know, to me, these are exciting times. Volatility for me creates opportunity. So now with a little bit of cash, you know, I'm looking for bargains. You know, now I'm saying, what am I going to buy? Uh, what is going to become attractive for me to purchase? But without that cash, without making those couple of moves, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do that. So I think for investors, what you have to do is you have to kind of be a little bit ahead of it and you have to be willing. Again, you need that information that helps you make decisions, you know, actionable decisions so that you can respond to some of these changes. Now, that your investors, uh, people involved with your clients, were they calling you all last week uh, in panic, asking what's happening, or what was their reaction? No, not at all. Bob, as a matter of fact, um, my partner and I believe that if your phones are ringing, you have a dying business. So we got on the phone. Um, basically, Thursday, Friday, I spent nothing. Um, I did not move from my computer on Friday. I talked to about 40 different clients. Um calling them proactively, telling them, hey, it's been a rough week. Um, We understand how you're feeling. I always tell clients, I have no idea what the market's going to do, but I have a really good idea what you're going to do. 
And, and we try to get ahead of that, you know, and, and we know it's difficult, even though our investors are smart and they've been through this a couple times, you know. I mean, I had a few people laugh and say, well, you don't need to call. I, I get it. We've been through this before. But it's good to have that reassurance. It's good to talk to people and let them know that we're thinking, we're reacting, we're not afraid to make other decisions. We know they're going to get a statement in a couple of days and it's not going to feel very good. We, we know the feeling of that. So we, we got on the phone, Bob, and we called before people could call us. And I think that's what a good advisor does. Whether the people need to hear from you or not, it, it's still what should be done. Again, we're talking to Walt Sakira of Akron Wealth Advisors. You can talk to him right now also, whether you're a client or, or just a listener at 330-673-1234 or 800-669-4100. So, Walt, is this, is this the big correction that uh, so many people have been waiting for for, for years now, that the stocks are overvalued, that you've, you've agreed with that? Is this the big correction? Was the coronavirus the, the uh, final impetus that uh, brought it about? Well, I don't think it's a big correction, Bob. It's a correction. You know, this is normal. And and really what people don't understand is we used to have these all the time, you know, and um, and really the market has gotten away from this volatility. But, you know, what, what this does is it really washes out people that shouldn't be in the market. Um, there's a lot of people in there that are speculating, you know, that just jumped in for, you know, because it was going up and they felt like it would never go down. And, you know, it returns the, uh, the shares back to investors, you know, people that truly want to be in the market for the right reasons. Um, so, you know, for us, this this isn't necessarily the big correction, but it definitely is a correction. And it's one that I think was so needed. I think before you can get to new highs, you have to have a few of these because you have to wa- wash out the excesses. And it gives us time to really identify the companies we truly want to invest in. Now, again, as we say with Akron Wealth Advisors, you invest in individual stocks portfolios for your clients. Uh, what happened last week? Is that a a, a good example of why you would prefer individual stocks over uh, taking a mutual funds and other other investments in the market? Absolutely, Bob, because I'm not invested in the market. You know, I mean, yeah, we, we are impacted by the market, but I always tell people it is not a stock market. It is a market of stocks. And I can step back and I could make those decisions on Microsoft or Apple or, you know, I can now say, hey, what's starting to look attractive? You know, do I want to buy Boeing here? Do I want to buy you know, Royal Caribbean some more since that stock has gotten hit really hard. You know, it, it enables me to make investment decisions as opposed to just this feeling of, wow, the market's off, the market's down, is it going to go down further? I, all those fears that people have, I think, is because it's just big machine that they don't really understand or how to react to it. But I know how to react to companies. I know what companies I want to buy at what price. I know what companies I want to sell at what price. And it really puts me more in control, I think, of the destiny of our clients' portfolios. Walt Sakara is with us from Akron Wealth Advisors. And time now for our Stock Talk segment, something we've added a couple of weeks ago with Walt. A good time to call call up right now and ask Walt about any particular stocks that you have out there. Maybe you have looked at stocks and you saw what happened last week. You'd like to ask Walt if uh, you should stay in those stocks or, or get out. Or if you're looking at stocks to buy, as Walt also said, this could be a buy opportunity? Do you have questions about stocks that you'd like to, to buy yourself? Give us a call. Walt's willing to share that expertise with you. 330-673-1234-800-669-4100, including on WNR.com. He's got more than 30 years in the business, and he's been doing individual stocks for people uh, with his firm all those years. So we can really answer some of these questions. So feel free to call now. And again, with any other questions or, or comments or fears you have about the market, 330-673-1234. Lines are open. 
So get in the, on the program right now. We have another 20 minutes or so, so take advantage of that. Let's talk about, again, individual stocks. Uh, Microsoft, this, of course, a, a big stock that was uh, impacted, as uh, many other stocks were, by the uh, big coronavirus sell-off. Uh, what about uh, that stock in your portfolio, the core equity portfolio? Yeah, we still own it, Bob. And like I said, we turned it back a little bit. Um, the coronavirus definitely is rolling through some of the biggest tech names, and it hit Microsoft. Um, you know, they they uh, basically said they expected their personal computing segment, uh, which generates about 35% of their sales, to uh, fall short of expectations. And a lot of that, again, has to do with the supply chain. Um, so, you know, Microsoft this year to date is still up 2.7%, even after last week's sell-off. Uh, but it was off 9.3% last week. What about uh, what about Disney? Again, another good stock in the entertainment segment of the business. Uh, one of my favorites, as at one point I worked for their large company. Uh, what about them? What's going on with Disney? Yeah, they. Um, we finally see Robert Iger stepping down um, after many times that he said he would and he didn't. Uh, he finally decided it's time for him to step back. He, he's going to stay involved in the creative side of the business. But there'll be a new CEO of Disney, um, Bob Chappick. Uh, will be the new CEO, effective immediately. Um, so again, that caught the market a little bit by surprise. Probably led a little bit to Disney's sell-off last week on top of the market falling. So uh, Disney was off about 15% last week, and uh, it's off about 18 19% year-to-date. So again, this is a stock that we have held for quite a while, and a stock that definitely seems a little bit more attractive at this point. I mean, as long as you're going to hold on to this stock, and you think it has a, has a bright future. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, now, one of the other portfolios that uh, they have at Akron Wealth Advisors, their unique portfolio, Empowering Women, which uh, deals with the companies that have a strong presence of uh, women in their management teams, uh, Intuit, Intuit, I-N-T-U, Intuit was another stock that was in the news last week. Uh, what, did that, um, what did that catch your eye for? Yeah, they're, they're the largest maker, obviously, of TurboTax, Bob, and they um, are looking at a deal uh, to purchase Credit Karma. Um, again, we talked about the uh, Morgan Stanley purchase of E-Trade last week. So I think that there's a little bit of merger and acquisition heating up around these finance stocks. Um, uh, so they're looking at Credit Karma for, a fi- I think, a $7 billion um, acquisition. And uh, again, that would really add a different t- type of flavor into it. Uh, it is a portfolio in our Empowering Women portfolio for their gender diversity policies. And uh, again, off 10% last week, uh, still up 1.5% year-to-date um, in a stock that we continue to like for that portfolio. And again, that's the Empowering Women portfolio, which is unique to Akron Wealth Advisors. Another stock in there, uh, which may be surprising to some people, is Best Buy, the uh, discount store chain, which has been around for a long time. It's seen a lot of uh, a lot of changes in that particular industry with the uh, uh, mortar and brick uh, buildings uh, and that are involved in that particular uh, market area. But uh, they're also in your Empowering Women portfolio. And uh, how did they report last yeah, week? Yeah, they, they, they've done well, Bob. And as a matter of fact, they're one of the few traditional retailers um, that had a happy holiday season. Uh, they actually uh, reported that sales uh, have come in really strong. Uh, we used to really like these specialty retailers. Um, a lot of them have fallen by the wayside. You know, stores like Sports Authority or Toys R Us. You know, they had specialty type of retail. But Best Buy's done a really good job. I think it shows the power of uh, consumers. Uh, electronic. You know, there's still people that like to 
touch and see the TV and make sure the box is indented before they take it home. <laughs> they don't want Amazon dropping that one off at the door. So I, I think these kinds of purchases are, are still uh, there, and, and Best Buy gives you the ability to really go in and, and browse and take a look. And, and again, they've done a really good job with their de- gender diversity policies, and that's why we own them in the uh, in the Empowering Women portfolio. Once again, this is Stock Talk with Walt Secure. We welcome your calls about individual stocks that you have a question about. Maybe, again, something that you are holding now that you have seen maybe get beat up a little bit last week and you're wondering if whether you should be doing uh, what uh, Walt has done in some of his portfolios, selling off some some stocks to get that cash reserve to, as they say, buy maybe some bargains now that the market may be coming back to more reasonable prices. 330-673-1234 or 800-669-4100. Feel free to call and talk to Walt Secura. Again, he's the managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors on West Market Street in Fairlawn. Good morning. You're on WNIR. Wondering uh, what high dividend paying stocks uh, are you uh, you're looking at uh, since the decline here? Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of. As a matter of fact, our core equity portfolio really focuses on on these kinds of stocks, and um, you know, there's quite a few uh, that that we're looking at. Um, you know, you you can look at some that have been totally destroyed, like I think something like an Exxon Mobil, which already. Uh, you know, had had gotten a strong hit because the energy stocks hadn't performed well, and then you know last week it it took it on the chin even further. Um, you know, there's some some travel stocks. Uh, you know, I think now's the time if you're ever going to look at something like a Royal Caribbean. Um, you know, that stock's gotten hit pretty hard, and they've they've established a pretty good dividend policy. Um, you know, it, really everything across the board. You know, the Procter and Gamble's of the world, the Coca Cola's of the world. A lot of stocks got hit, and those dividend yields are obviously a little bit higher this week. Uh-huh. Okay, well, thank you. Sure. Uh, are dividend yields always connected to the stock price? They are. It, you know, the, the math there, Bob, is obviously if the stock price goes up, the dividend yields go down because mm. the dividends are divided into the share price. So if you, if you have, you know, if stock prices fall, you're going to see the dividend yields go up. The, the dividend is a set dollar amount, and again, the yield will fluctuate based on the stock price movement. So those yield, yield stocks, those stocks with the good yields, those old kind of traditional stocks we talked about, Procter and Gamble, the boring stocks are now looking a lot better to folks. Sure, I mean, yeah, those yields went up quite a bit last week. So I mean, that's definitely what happens when the market falls. Now, oh, you always look at other stocks to possibly add to your portfolios in addition to the adjustments that you're making when the market starts to to uh, make some movement like it did last week. Uh, Marriott, the um, the hospitality stock. As a stock that you've been looking at and researching, uh, what has been Marriott been doing that's so special this year? Yeah, this is, well, nothing. <laughs> They're getting killed. Uh, again, this is a high exposure to travel and tourism. It's, it's one of those stocks we're looking at, Bob, now because it's, it's cheap. You know, it's, it's gotten hit really hard. You know it's not going out of business. Um, it's still a great brand, and, and they provide, you know, something that people will definitely come back to. But they're talking about, you know, the, the really a $25 million reduction in revenue a month. Um, depending on how this, uh, you know, this coronavirus outbreak and travel and, you know, people changing their travel plans. So, you know, as a stock like that takes a hit and last week it was off about 13%, it's off 18% year to date. Uh, it's a stock that we start paying more attention to. Now, are you just being contrary when you look at stocks like this? Is, is there really, do you really think there's a possibility they're going to come back? Yeah, you have to look at, when everybody hates something, Bob, I start to like it more. And when everybody loves something, I start to get really scared of it. It's it's that Warren Buffett mentality. You have to 
be a little bit contrarian, I think, to uh, you know, to have a, a good investment success. Well, what about Gilead Sciences, another stock that uh, you have been looking at? Yeah, this is one that might benefit. Um, they're actually working really hard on a um, you know a, a something to treat this coronavirus. Um, and again, they, they may be a winner in this. The stock last week was flat. It was only off about a half a percent and it's up 6.7%, but they're a leading pharmaceutical company and they're looking to produce one of the first mes- medicines specifically approved to treat the uh, new coronavirus. Hmm. So what, what is that stock trading for? Do you want to call? Uh, yeah. I mean, right now Gilead is trading at, uh, closed the week at 69, 67. Um, and again, it was up a little bit last, well, it was flat last week. It wasn't mm-hmm. up a little bit. It was only off a half a percent, but compared to a lot of stocks, right. that was a, that was a pretty good week. What about some of the other pharmaceutical companies out there, the larger ones, the huge ones that we talk about, Pfizer and the like? What are, what did they do last week? Well, you know, I'm, I'm vetting those right now. Now, Bob, I, I heard a statistic that a lot of these uh, pharmaceutical um, medications are actually made over in China, that mm. a stunning 90% of our antibiotics come from China. So I'm kind of vetting that a little bit and seeing the disruption in the supply chain. But you're right. I mean, there there's possibilities with the pipelines, but then you got to also look at the structures of the business and, and how the supply chains work as well. And again, that would go for other medical supply companies in case they need to meet, you know, get, increase the production of uh, face masks and the like, and they're looking at government subsidies to do so. Uh, might those companies now look uh, very good to an investor, at least for a short period? That's, that's correct. Yes, definitely. 330-673-1234. Again, Stock Talk with Walt Sakira of Akron Wealth Advisors. If you've been looking at the stock market the last week, you probably have a lot of questions to ask and, and uh, queries about particular stocks. So feel free to call 330-673-1234-800-669-4100. So when the market, again, takes a, a large correction like this, uh, people do tend to get uh, excited to say to say the least, <laughs> and investor psychology really starts to play into this uh, so well. Uh, we've talked about the phrase loss aversion as far as investor psychology is concerned. Now, what what is loss aversion, and how does this actually play out when somebody is in the in the market? Yeah, Bob, you're going into my professor days. This is something we talked a lot about in consumer behavior, um, a class that I used to teach years ago at, at Kent State. Um, loss aversion has basically been studied by a lot of academics, and it's it's proven that you know people have a much stronger reaction to loss than they do to gain, and sometimes people need a much more higher upside in order to take risk. So I think this is definitely what you see. You know, the pain of losing typically is about twice uh, the the feeling of winning. And so it really, this starts to impact people's mentalities because when the possibility of loss starts to increase, like when we saw last week, and now everybody's thinking, well, shoot, this could go down farther, it definitely impacts the psychology of investors. Now, when you talk about loss, of course, there's loss of, of the gains that people made, but there's also the potential of loss of the original principle that they put into the market. Is this a, a bigger worry for clients than the loss of, of the gains? It, it is, Bob. I mean, I think if you look at really the way most clients are, are wired, and there's been a lot of studies about you know, what stresses, especially a senior investor out, um, I think it really comes down to the loss of principle. It, it really is more back to their lifestyle. You know, if you can't, if you have to start making compromises in your lifestyle because you don't have the assets that you expected, that's that's an extreme stressor. And also the fear that you might run out of money. Um, that's the extreme stressor of all. 
So anytime you have loss, it plays into those underlying fears, which are the real fears that people have. You know, it's not so much the statement change. It's the fear of, you know, am I not going to be able to golf? Do I have to stop going out to eat? Um, Can I still gift to my children's 529 uh, plan this year for the grandkids? Or am I going to not be able to make that gift? Am I going to be able to, you know, pay for my prescription medication? Those are the real fears that people have. So anytime values go down, that's really what's happening underlying with, with, with a client. So when your clients uh, express those fears to you, what do you say to them? Well, we say to them, we understand those fears. And, and you know, the first thing you do when you set up a good program for somebody is you make sure they're not exposed in a way that those fears become a reality. So, you know, the, w- with most of our clients, Bob, the first thing that I could tell them when I was calling them this week is, number one, you have a really good plan, you know, that, that Dan Strebler and myself have put together for you. Uh, that you have a lot of money in that safe conservative side already. You have assets that aren't risk assets that we're going to be able to draw on and continue to let you have that lifestyle that you're used to, and you're not going to have to worry about those things we just talked about. And then the, the, the risk assets that you do have, even if they there is fluctuation, you can remember that that is a statement, you know, loss. It's not a real loss. It only becomes a real loss if we sell it. And it gives people the time that they need to be true investors. Again, Walt Secure is our expert from Akron Wealth Advisors in the Fairlawn. If you want to give us a call, we have a few minutes left here, 330-673-1234. So as we continue to look at the market and what's going on, uh, at this point, what data are you looking at to uh, help you make some more informed decisions on what to buy, what to sell, where the bargains are, uh, you know, where the uh, danger is? Yeah, Bob, I mean, I think the data is important. So we're going to continue to watch these cases, um, you know, of this of this coronavirus um, you know, I had some numbers, uh, you know, that I had put together uh, as I came into the show here. And, you know, the number of infections, uh, the amount of uh, possibility of what might happen, um, you, you know, with that virus. I think right now we're at uh, 42,000 active cases. We have 45,000 cases that are closed. I think we're right around 2,994 deaths. Uh, but again, 42,000 people that have recovered from the, from the virus. Um, this is way more than the SARS epidemic, which had about 8,000 cases and about 774 deaths. And I think the fear that people have is it doesn't become, you know, even bigger and bigger. And so we'll pay attention to that. Uh, we're going to pay attention to the political situation and uh, see how Super Tuesday goes and, you know, what happens, who ends up being that uh you know, candidate that comes out for the Democratic side who takes the lead. And, and we're going to look at the Fed and we're going to look at earnings and, and, you know, economic data. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into us making decisions. And we continue to vet through that and figure out, you know, what, what it all means as far as a bigger picture and then ultimately what it means to our clients. Do you think that this could be the end of this long-running bull market? You know, it's possible, Bob. I mean, you know, but I think the bull market is always there underlying. I mean, this could be the start of a downtrend for a period of time. I mean, we're, it's too early to call, you know, and a lot of times, unfortunately, when recessions happen, we call them after the fact. What, what you have to remember is a recession is when you have two proven, you know, negative quarters of GDP. And what has happened in past recessions is we've been in one for a period before you see that, you Mm -hmm. know, before those numbers are actually reported and verified. Um, I think right now, you know, you still have pretty full employment. Uh, You still have, I think, a consumer that is is pretty confident. And as long as the consumer spends and as long as this, uh, you know, economy keeps moving forward, I I think the Fed will probably have a reaction to this. You know, they they could cut rates again. 
uh, which would create a little bit of stimulus. I think uh, the president is always already jawboning, uh, you know, to, to the Fed what he wants to see happen there. Um, so again, we'll we'll see how this plays out. But again, you got to stay on top of the data and you got to keep thinking for yourself. You know what you really want to do and what you want your portfolios to look like here. No, you always say that the market is driven by consumer spending, and that has never been clearer than this particular uh, correction when people are concerned about about uh, getting sick and they stay home or they don't want to go out and uh, eat out or or maybe they want to put off some buying decisions because they want to see if they're going to have to be worried about being sick. That is a that is a thing that caused this uh, market to to tumble. So sure. and again, if that consumer confidence can come back. Uh, one of the good news reports I did here, this is just very, very morning, they back in China, they have reevaluated their uh, uh, percentage of people who have passed away from the virus down downwards to just a little over 1%, mm-hmm. which uh, in essence means it's a, a severe strain of flu, but not extraordinarily severe. And if that should play out among uh, you know, the rest of the, of the cases that come in, that again would be a, a sign of, of calmness, of peace. People wouldn't be as scared. And they might go back to that spending that money again. So. Absolutely, Bob. And I think you're actually right. I mean, look where the first place that it hit. It hit travel. You know, I mean, and and you look at the travel stocks. You look at Boeing, you know, which has gotten, you know, hit really hard. You look at, you know, we talked about the cruise, the cruise lines. I mean, you see one ship sitting there that they detained for, you know, a number of, a number of days and uh, put all those people on quarantine coming out. Well, if you had a cruise plan, that that doesn't sound fun. You know, who who has the who has the ability to go for a week and then you know the probability that they might be detained and 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 not be able to return back to the country and get back to work. I mean, so a lot of people change their plans. Uh, you know, something like travel is something that's discretionary and it can be changed, and we see that. So, what do you expect coming up next next week? Now it's going to be a you know, well watched week. But what uh, would investors be doing? What should they be doing? And more importantly, what will you, Walt Secure, be doing next week? Yeah, well, we're going to be looking for buying opportunities. Like I said, we got some cash on the sidelines. Not that I want to push it right back in because we'll see what happens on Monday. I mean, this market could jump up and turn around and go the other way. Um, I think we're going to continue to look at the data that, that matters and. The consumer confidence number on Tuesday will be an interesting number to take a look at, Bob, to see how it is impacting consumers. And uh, any other, other big company reports going to be coming out next week that uh, might be interesting? Um, yeah, I mean, there's still there's still a handful of reports coming out, Bob. Um, you know, there's none that really are hot on our list. Uh, but, you know, Monster, I guess Monster, which is a part of our small mid-cap portfolio, reports on Thursday. But uh, not a lot next week on, those, on the stock side. Once again, Walt Secure is managing partner of Akron Wealth Advisors, and his clients are invested in individual portfolios and individual stocks that are constantly managed by the folks at Akron Wealth Advisors. So if you're interested in this kind of investment, give them a call at 234-466-7476. That's here in Akron on West Market Street, 234-466-7476. Tell them you heard them on WNIR Kent Akron, and keep our fingers crossed. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Bob. During today's broadcast, the following individual stocks were mentioned and discussed. Apple Inc., symbol AAPL. The Boeing Company, symbol BA. Best Buy, symbol BBY. Walt Disney Company, symbol DIS. E-Trade Financial, symbol ETFC. Gilead Sciences Inc., symbol GILD. Intuit, symbol INTU. The Coca-Cola Company, symbol KO. Marriott International, Inc., symbol MAR. Morgan Stanley, symbol MS. NVIDIA Corporation, symbol NVDA. Norwegian Cruise Lines Holding, 
Limited, symbol NCLH, Procter & Gamble Company, symbol PG, Royal Caribbean Cruises Limited, symbol RCL, and the Exxon Mobil Corporation, symbol XOM. Please note that Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated makes a market in all of the securities of these companies discussed during today's broadcast.